when we're driving on 42, as soon as we cross the bridge, Jamie and I used to always like pump our fists because it was like, yes, we're leaving the modern world behind and we're entering a preserved uh, utopia. (laughs) This is Heart of the Story and I'm needing Kenny Johnstone. I'm a writer and a writing coach who helps women develop and publish their memoirs and essays. But most importantly, I'm a human who's always trying to figure out what my soul is saying. Each week, I'll share stories and tips of healing, hope, and following my heart so that you'll feel inspired to follow yours. Hi, friends. It's been a while since I read one of my essays and talked to you about a life update. So that's what we're going to do today. Well, it's pure summertime lately, and I've been thinking a lot about the places that we return to in the summers that really give us that pure summertime vibe. I follow a writer named Jen Hatmaker. She's hilarious. If you haven't checked her out, you should. And last year, she started a tradition which she calls Me Camp, M-E Camp. And it has a double meaning because she goes to Maine and the state abbreviation is M-E. But also she calls it Me Camp because when she goes to Maine, she spends three weeks there on her own and just really dives into who she is and what she wants uh, and what her deepest yearnings are. And it got me thinking about where we return to regularly, oftentimes in the summer. Maybe you have a favorite place that your family always went to when you were younger, or maybe there's a teeny little cabin or cottage somewhere that's been in the family forever uh, that the family members return to all the time. Or maybe there's a place that you love to go to and you find yourself yearning to return. As you know, if you've been following along, for me, it is Door County, Wisconsin. I stumbled upon Door County years ago, a few years ago, and ever since we have been returning every summer, and each time we try to stay a little longer and a little longer and a little longer. And I don't know why, or at least I didn't know why, it had such a strong hold of my heart. And I sat down the other day and these words just kind of poured out of me. In fact, they started at our Door County Women's Retreat that we had at the end of May, which was so incredible. We had women come and write for five days, and my husband served up amazing meals with local ingredients, and our house was right, that we rented for it was right on the lake. And during one of the writing sessions, I started this piece, and then I sat down the other day to finish it. And I was really trying to put into words why this place matters to me so much. So much so, in fact, not to be morbid, but the other day, Jamie and I were watching a show and I was talking about end of life. And I said to him, if and when that time comes, I want my ashes sprinkled 
in Door County in the water. And I want everyone to take a paddleboard or kayak out onto the bay and think of me there. And it felt, I know, a little haunting to talk about. None of us want to think about that day, and I hope it's far, far from now. But that's how much the place means to me, that out of anywhere I could have chosen, I thought that is the place that most feels like me. And why is that? It really got me thinking, why is that? I have been to many places. I've been fortunate enough to find a way to either present at a place and be able to visit that way or travel my way around or or, um, go along with someone else who's going on a trip. And so I've gotten to see some really magnificent places. So why is it that Door County calls to me so much? And over the last 10 years, as I have become an accidental nomad, so to speak, never planned on moving around nearly as much as we have, I've been thinking a lot about what places feel like home and why, even if we are only there for a short period of time. So we spent some time in Door County recently, and I wanted to share this piece that I wrote about it. It's a sort of ode to Door County. If you want to know who I am, visit Door County, Wisconsin in the summertime. Cross the bridge at Sturgeon Bay and breathe relief because from here on out, there will be no traffic lights, fast food chains, or big box stores. If you want to know who I am, take 42 North as it winds through farm fields and cherry tree orchards, past bakeries and wineries, through adorably charming towns. You'll know you're in my favorite village when the road curves like a crescent moon around the bay. Your soul will bloom at the sight of the beaches, the bluffs, the church steeples, and the sailboat masts. This is the center of my heart. If you really want to know who I am, go for a paddle in the bay on a calm morning. See the bass just below the surface. Then tilt your head back up towards the sun. Feel the warmth on your cheeks and say thank you. Nod to the bluffs, standing like powerful watch women protecting you from the wind and the waves. If you want to know what delights me, have a glass of sparkling rosé from Pearl Wine Cottage or a creamy bowl of chow de pepe while sitting outside at Trixie's. Finish your meal by 8.20 p.m. to watch the sunset between the bluffs and the island. Notice how it's an event that everyone pauses for. People park their cars or lounge on their balconies to watch the sacred act of the sun dipping below the horizon and setting the sky on fire. The next morning, go for a jog up the wooded hills and look for the deer that visits me there most days. 
This wise doe has conversations with me through her eyes alone, always reminding me that this is what matters. This right here, just this. Take a long drive along the winding roads to Ellison Bay and stop at Kickash, a church-turned coffee shop, for a cup of joe or an iced chai. As the smell of homemade baked granola and roasted coffee beans wafts up from the basement, browse the books, or head out to the garden and sit in the Adirondack chairs amid the butterflies and the bumblebees. Go for a hike at the clearing and learn how it was created as a retreat for clearing the mind, a refuge and sanctuary for creatives who were overwhelmed by the chaos of everyday life. Then head to the lookout at the top of the bluffs to watch the sunset as you stand as if suspended from the tops of the trees. Have a late night dinner under the stars at Wickman House as the kids and fireflies zoom around the yard. Taste the herbs and greens that were picked the previous day and thank them for being here on your plate, so fresh and fragrant. Fill the rest of your days with gallery visits to pottery studios, boat rides to Nicolette Bay for a dip in the lake, live music in the park with family folk bands, goat's milk gelato from Door County Creamery, petting the horses at Plum Loco, getting local produce from farmer's markets, or catching a flick at the drive-in movie theater. Most importantly, talk to the shop owners and the locals. Notice how they actually have time for you, how they remember your name when you come back, how they ask you about your life, how they want to know who you are. Yes, if you want to know who I am, stay in Door County for a while. I promise that after just a few days, you will not care about tedious technology or life's little annoyances. Instead, you will notice the magic all around you and within you, sprouting from your very own soul. <sighs> so, let's talk. If they ever do a Door County commercial, that could be the background narration. <laughs> if you live in the Midwest, they have these pure Michigan uh, commercials, I think it's Ted Allen who narrates them. And uh, whoever it is, it's always like describing Michigan in this really uh, lovely way. And I think that Door County is, is just the best. So, yes, if you're hearing this and you have anything to do with Door County commercials, I would love for that to be the background <laughs> narration. <laughs> it's a true testimonial. So let's talk about this and why this place feels so lovely to me, so authentically me to me. I think what it brings me back to is just this nostalgic feeling of maybe what life used to be. 
before lots of overbuilding and traffic lights and noises and technology and the things that don't really, really matter. It just kind of brings me back to wholesome goodness, you know, sunsets and splashing and getting an ice cream cone, going for a hike, like the things that are tangible, nature-based, things that are homemade, businesses that are owned locally, events that you don't have to pay for, you know, just someone pulling out a guitar and playing at the park or the sunset as an actual event every night that people come from miles to see. That's why I think I love it so much. It's going back to the basics of really simple pleasures. And I think that as a human, that's what I keep trying to come back to is there's so much noise and I have so many thoughts as we all do and so many worries and fears and and deep desires too, but sometimes I can be so in my head and worrying about the past or the future. And being in Door County makes me come back to simple pleasures here, now, what's most important, good food, good laughter, good people, good connection, beautiful nature. That's it. My most favorite moments and memories all center around that. And that's what I keep on coming home to is that feeling. I think it always reminds me too of when I was a little girl. So I grew up in Chicago in the city. So there were always trains and we lived just, what, a mile and a half from Midway Airport. So planes overhead and then We had a ton of traffic on the busy street nearby, and it was just always busy. And in some ways, that brought me my love for energy and people and movement. But what I loved most was that when I was, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12, one of my friends had a brother who is in the Boy Scouts. And my friend said, oh, while my brother is at camp, They have a separate family camp for the siblings and the parents of the campers. So when she said, while my brother's at camp, then we go as a family, the rest of us, to this other camp. And it's in the woods and there are cabins and there's a little swimming pool, but it's mostly just campfires and s'mores and nature trails. And so she invited my family to come. So my mom and dad and sister and I, we would all go to this family camp in the woods in Michigan. Michigan is a lot like Wisconsin. And we would drive five hours from Chicago, and we would have a million things in our vehicles. We would have to take two vehicles because where we went to was very bare bones. We would show up at camp, and it was like really, really in the woods. And the cabins were very simple, no toilets. You had to go to an outhouse for that. And the cabin had a little stove and a sink and a table, and then it had 
two small rooms that each of them were just big enough to fit a bunk bed in each room. So my parents would be in one and my sister and I would be in the other. But inevitably, my sister and I would drag the mattresses from the bunk bed and put them in the kind of center of the cabin, which I guess would be considered the living room, but there really wasn't much in that space. And we would just put the mattresses right next to each other so that we could stay up all night talking by flashlight and laughing and just being silly. And at night, we never watched TV. I don't even think there was a TV in there. We would play card games as a family and we would tell jokes and stories And then they would have camp activities. We would have campfires and s'mores, and there was like a talent show and activities for kids. We would make crafts, and we would go for hikes in the woods, and there was a swimming pool there outdoors, and so we would spend a lot of time just splashing around in the water. And I think it was the first time as a city dweller when I went there that something ignited in me that I couldn't quite describe, that no amount of television or busyness or city life could match. It was like this natural, instinctive feeling of contentment that being in the woods brought out in me. And usually at least once during the week we were there, we would always stay for a week. We would go out uh, and drive for a while to go into town and we would go to a place that had batting cages and go-karts, you know, that sort of thing. And we would just be silly and have, again, simple pleasures of of doing little things as a family, just, you know, seeing who could hit the farthest or getting in the go-karts and racing each other. And it was so childlike. It was so fun. It was just playing, playing together. And it always lit up my heart. And then we would always go for ice cream afterwards. These are the things. These are the memories that really carry with us throughout our whole lives. And we went, oh my goodness, we went all the way up till I was like a young adult. (laughs) So uh, maybe a decade we did this as a tradition. And it's something I look back on so fondly. And I'm so grateful that my parents prioritized that, that no matter what, No matter what was going on, no matter how tight money might be, they were going to prioritize going on that camping trip every year to Michigan. And it's something that I didn't even realize that I wanted to instill in Gio uh, now that he's at that stage where I was back in the day when I was younger and wanting to explore the woods and nature. So I'm so glad we're giving him a sort of similar experience where there's a place that we love deep in our hearts that we come back to every summer and visit for a little bit and just have that natural contentment. And I love it because when we're driving on 42, as soon as we cross the bridge, Jamie and I used to always like pump our fists because it was like, yes, we're leaving the modern world behind and we're entering a preserved 
uh, utopia. <laughs> and, you know, it was so funny this year when we went over the bridge, Gio just naturally rolled down his window and pumped his fist. And he said, oh, I'd love Door County. And then we were driving on 42 and we got to this spot that's our favorite, favorite spot I was talking about in the essay called the Crescent. Well, we call it the Crescent Moon where the, the road curves and you just see so much lakefront. And we were talking and he said, shh, shh, be quiet. I want to see our favorite view. And he like gives it this moment of reverence. <laughs> and then he was silent and he just looked at it. And then he went, ah. Oh. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, I'm sure as with any parent, there are a million mistakes I'm making. And I'm sure our son, like most kids, will need some version of therapy at some point. But I'll say one of my proudest things as a parent is that we have prioritized time in nature, this sort of wholesome goodness time of ice cream cones and hikes and splashing in the lake. So now you know. Now you know why I love Door County so much. I almost don't like to talk about it on the air, even though I constantly do, because I don't want other people to come and for it to get really crowded. Like, I don't want a ton of tourists to know about it. And I love that, even though I guess we're tourists, we, we consider ourselves locals now <laughs> because we come up regularly every year. Okay, so... Another reason why I love Door County so much is because it's an artist's haven. There are galleries everywhere, as I mentioned in my essay, and concerts all the time. But also there's a great organization called Right on Door County that hosts writing workshops. And it has a beautiful brand new building that's among the wildflowers and nature trails. And it's a place for writers to come and write. And I am so excited because I'm leading a workshop there on July 18th at two o'clock. It's called Write Your Truth. It's all about how to write nonfiction and get your story out in the world, but also make sure that it's not just a series of, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened, but more something that's really meaningful. Also navigating the tricky situations of how to write about real life and real life characters in a respectful way. So if you're local or you're ready for a drive, come on over on July 18th. But I'm also excited because I was granted a writing residency there for a week. So I will be doing some writing because I'm working on a project, a writing project that has a very quickly approaching deadline. <laughs> and I can't wait to get some work done when I'm up there. So if you're interested in residencies, you should apply there for our future season. It's a great organization. So let's talk about you. Let's talk about where we want to take this for you. I'm going to lead you through a short summertime nostalgia meditation so that you can feel that contented bloom in your heart that I was talking about in my piece. And remember what it's like to have that childlike wonder and awe over simple pleasures. Hmm. Wherever you are, 
just take a moment to pause now. Slow yourself down. And maybe flutter your eyes closed. Notice your breath. Such a wonderful gift. Feel the goodness of inhaling and exhaling. How lucky we are. to be here now. Begin to notice the simple pleasures that you are grateful for these days. Summertime pleasures. What are the sounds that you cherish in this season? A particular bird song that you love? Or the wind rustling through the leaves of a tree? The sound of water lapping along the shore. Notice what gives you pleasure, what fills your heart. These simple sounds that you look forward to. What are the smells that you cherish during this time? Warm cherry pie? A brewing cup of coffee? Salty sea water. Watermelon basil salad. What is it that fills your senses? You smell these things and you feel so delighted. What are the things that you love to eat during this time? Your favorite ice cream or popsicle? The best kind of barbecue 
fresh corn and salads, herbs and greens, ripe fruit, What do you love? What are the textures you love to feel on your skin? A cool breeze at the end of a hot day. Plants at your ankles when you're going for a hike. Beach sand on the bottoms of your feet. A refreshing shower at the end of a humid summer day. What are the textures you love? And what are the sights that delight you, that make you feel more at home, more yourself, more grateful for the beauty in this world? What do you love to look at? Water? Desert? Trees, flowers, what is it that lights you up? And notice how these things might bring back memories of your childhood. What are the things that you loved experiencing in summertime when you were growing up? Places you visited regularly? A favorite relative you visited? A snack or meal that was always prepared? Staying up late, looking at fireflies, roasting marshmallows. What are your summer memories from childhood that give you that nostalgia for the simple pleasures? What were the regular events that you loved? Fireworks? Concerts in the park? Family reunions? Picnics? What did you look forward to? 
Feel the goodness in your heart as you remember these moments and maybe even span through other points in your life, teenage years, young adult years, more recent years. Where do you go? What do you do in summertime that makes you feel so happy? And what does it remind you of about life? About what really matters? And can you fill in the blanks here? If you want to know who I am, go to dot 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 Write your own sort of tour, the tour of your soul. Complete your own story. Say to yourself as if you're speaking to someone else, if you really want to know who I am, go here. Do this. Eat that. Smell this. Watch that, feel this, love that. Take us through a tour of your very own heart. What are the stops we would make along the way? What are the highlights as you show us around your very own soul? We want to know you, who you truly are. So whisper it to yourself. Be the tour guide. And along the way, you'll learn even more about your very own self. Follow your imagination as you take us around. Imagine you're telling a friend or family member, if you want to know me more, know this about me. See where you go. Notice how full your heart feels to be known. and to know yourself. Because that's a place you carry with you always. 
don't have to go anywhere. It's right here. That feeling in your heart that never goes away. When you're ready, take a deep breath. Flutter your eyes open. It feels good to know our souls. I want to know more about your soul. Tell me about it. Message me. Let me know. If you were to tell anyone about knowing who you are, what would you say? I want to know. Tell me. Message me. Send me a comment. Email me through my website. I want to know you more. Here's one person I know very well, Michelle Rado, my producer. Thank you, Michelle, for being an amazing gift to this podcast. Speaking of gifts, the best gift that you could give me is just sharing this podcast with other people, spreading the word, taking a screenshot, posting it, sending it as a text to a friend, leaving a review on iTunes. That is the best way that you can show your gratitude. So thank you for doing that. And remember, everyone, every heart has a story. Every story has a heart. Stay tuned because there are a lot of fun things coming up that I'll be announcing in the upcoming months. So you'll want to keep coming back to Heart of the Story. See you next week.